Welcome to The Interdisciplinarian, where product managers share their stories and insights from the field. Hi, I'm your host, Alex Cowan, and joining me today is Oren Root, who is a product line manager at VMware. Now, in my own experience, I always found it very challenging to sell and then deploy and manage products with big companies and enterprise software in particular with all its various facets I I always found particularly challenging and I've uh, spoken with Oren before and he is particularly thoughtful and successful in this area so we're going to talk a little bit about his experience at VMware with with a particular product line and how he managed his his product to make it more valuable to not just his counterparty at the large customer, but all the users that were actually using it. Thanks, Oren, for joining us. Tell us about your work on Socialcast. This was a product at VMware. How, what, what was it and how did it relate to the bigger picture at VMware? Yeah, um, so I, um, I actually joined Socialcast uh, because I was using the product at a, uh, a smaller startup before VMware. I was very excited about the product. Um, and so I, uh, I found my way into, uh, into Socialcast. Uh, the thing I liked really about Socialcast is that uh, it has the, you know, all the benefits of working for a small startup with the benefits of working for a large company. So Socialcast was acquired by VMware um, a bunch of years ago. Um, and um, and uh, it was part of the um, uh, a broader um, productivity um, uh, applications uh, acquisitions. Um, and so I came into Socialcast, um, and you know, it's 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 really what what I'd hoped it uh, to be from um, from a you know quick and agile um, and uh, an ability to execute. Uh, not a lot of big dependencies from the from the big parent company, um, but you also have large customers, large enterprise customers. Um, so, you know, you had kind of the, the good of both. And what what was your definition of success at, at that time? I mean, what did what did VMware want Socialcast to deliver for them? Yeah. Um, so I, I you know I I can't speak on behalf of uh, of, of VMware. Um, but but really, where where they're going, where, where VMware is going with it right now, uh, is um, is really part of a broader um, a broader um, uh, offering that includes uh, includes uh, mobility management, enterprise mobility management, uh, and a suite of productivity applications like uh, like a recent Boxer acquisition, um, and so you have social, email, uh, pretty much everything bundled together. And, and the basic idea with Socialcast is that it's it's social networking for inside the company to help managers Correct. and employees focus their their skill sets and things. Is that is that more or less somewhat accurate? Right, right. So enterprise social networking really is, um, I you know is is really I hate to to use the term of Facebook for the enterprise uh, because it has a lot of you know negative connotations. But um, but really, what you get when you bring um, consumer like experience to enterprise. Uh, to foster collaboration um, really helps with productivity. So, like cases like you know when you come into a new company, um, and then you know you're giving the you're given the book, and uh, you know here's everything you need to know, and you start researching, and a lot of the information are in people's heads. Uh, with Socialcast, you have everything 
and like all the you know all the knowledge and the know-hows in one place. Um, and when people leave the company, uh, you know the the information stays. Um, so it's it's really about you know how to find uh, information, sharing information, finding the experts, uh, and it really helps um, cut time and uh, and, and improve on, on innovation. In um, VMware or. Uh Socialcast was kind of a startup within VMware. You were kind of an entrepreneur. What was it like operating as a product manager inside the venture? What what interfaces did you have to the rest of the business that that you needed to do your job? Yeah. So um, you have, uh, I guess, kind of typical enterprise software. You have uh, sales, obviously. Um, uh, you have uh, you have global customer support, uh, global uh, services. Um, you have professional services sometimes. Uh, you have customers, um, and really, that's you know what we live for in product management is really talking to customers and understanding how to meet their needs uh, and how to uh, monetize on that, obviously. Um, and uh, and there's the engineering team, which is probably uh, it is the best engineering team I've ever worked with. Um, and then uh, because it's a service, there's also um, the customer success managers. And I mean, so something like enterprise social networking touches, in theory at least, hopefully, just just about everyone. How did you create the right interfaces for yourself at at the customer, so that you you really knew what what, what were those interfaces like, and how did how did you try to evolve them to to get more of the the information and the insight that you needed? Yeah. So um, at uh, at VMware, and I guess at uh, a lot of other uh, large companies. You have uh, briefings that you have uh, with customers. So these are touch points where customers um, typically come on campus, um, but you can also do them uh, online or customer visits um, and, uh, and provide the customer with an overview about the, uh, the solution and, um, and, um, and also talk about roadmap under NDA and kind of tell them what's, what's coming. Uh, and as part of this, you also get to talk to the customer and figure out, you know, what's going on there. Um, what are their pain points? And when you when you say the customer, I mean, who is it that you would typically talk to? Yeah, so it would be uh, a um, an admin kind of role uh, for the um, for productivity or specifically for the enterprise social network. And how did you? I mean, what what was it like getting the right insights through that admin on behalf of all the users that were kind of you know, inside yeah. the company? Yeah. So you can think about you know you have um, you know enterprise software. The user is not the, a lot of times the buyer. Um, so you have you know on the um, on the CIO level maybe um, you know you have. Uh, you have uh, they have a budget for uh, for product productivity. Um, you have the uh, the champion, which is typically uh, the the enterprise uh, social network admin uh, or somebody involved in that in that area uh, who owns owns that uh, owns the budget uh, sometimes. And you have the end users. So think large numbers of uh, of an enterprise social network. So a lot of mm-hmm. users. Yeah. Um, and so you have those, and so the touch points are um, typically would be with uh, with the, those admins, or uh, you'd get it through um, through end users through feedback and so on. The if you think about you know getting um, get touch points with customers, some are um, you know actual uh, talking to customers, and a lot of this comes from product data and usage. 
And what did you do to evolve the types of interfaces that you had with your customers to, to get more of the information you, you wanted? What, what, and what was hard and what was easy about that? Yeah. So um, talking to customers um, is, is great. It's insightful. Um, it gives you uh, oftentimes the one point of view. Uh, so the pain points of the admin are not always the pain points of the end user. Um, and, uh, and how do I get more of that? Um, really, I had to go through, um, um, well, let, let's say that uh, the, the, because of the way uh, that, because of the, the, you know, the, the, the nature of, uh, of a service or SaaS, um, there's a very close relationship with the uh, customer success uh, managers uh, and, the, um, and, the, and the users. Um, and, and the customer success customer. manager is is someone on on your end or on the customer end? Yeah, so they're they're on our end, um, mm-hmm. so they're part of uh, of our team, uh, and their job is really to make the customer successful, right? To make sure that uh, that usage increases, uh, that the customers don't churn, basically, so that they implement their use cases, they're happy, we know what's going on, and we're alerted to when you know when there's uh, risk or when there's opportunity for expansion. And how do you how do you work with those customer success managers to to get to a, a good place with the product? Yeah. So, um, as I mentioned, you know, their jobs is really to understand and help the customer be successful. So, you know, it's quite naturally that they uh, a lot of times take the uh, the point of view of the customer. Um, and um, and as a product manager, you know, it's kind of like dealing with almost with the customer directly. Uh, so, as a product manager, you have to balance. Um, the needs and uh, and wants of different customers versus you know what's going to be beneficial for the product as a whole. When we talk about the the point of view of the customer, I think it's deceptively challenging when we have an enterprise customer, a uh, my my friend and sometimes collaborator. David Bland has this antipattern. It's, it's a little bit of a joke, but it's called the product death cycle. And I think it goes something like we ask the customers what features they want. They tell us we build them and then still no one uses the product. So, you know, it's, it's sometimes easy to go and say, hey, what do you want? And the user sort of knows maybe to an extent what they think they want or maybe they don't because and not to say that this applies to necessarily to VMware. But, yeah, in my experience, you have you have a counterpart and their you know project manager or a you know area admin they have a lot going on they're busy so they may or may not have the time to get really deep insights into why you know what's happening is happening so how do you how do you avoid that and how, how do you sort of buck that anti pattern yeah yeah you know so uh, been there done that have the t-shirt um, so <laughs> great yeah so so um, so yes you have a lot of those and now you know how do you tell a very large customer, potentially even your largest, um, you know, this is very interesting. Thank you. Um, but uh, I think it's relevant for either only your use case or I don't think anybody's going to use that. Um, or or worse, really how, do you, how do you explain to them this feature that you've come up with that you think is going to be great, but they think they don't care about it at all? How, how do yeah. you do that? Yeah, and you have to balance this because you don't want to outright, you know, call them out and tell them, you know, thanks, but your opinion doesn't matter. Uh, because it does, it's just a, mm-hmm. you know, how do you balance uh, this? Now, the question is, you know, a lot of times you'd see something and you think you have the answer uh, or you think you understand what the problem is, but you're just looking at a, you know, a symptom. So, 
you know, an example would be uh, one of our large customers uh, that asked, you know, I mentioned earlier that um, a big use case for, for enterprise social networks is really finding the person with the right skill set. And so they're on the right track, and they said, um, you know, wouldn't it be great, uh, and basically what we really want is to be able to, um, to allow users to search specifically uh, by skill set. Um, I was like, okay, uh, that you know, kind of makes sense. So you want to be able to find a person that can help you with, say, virtualization. Um, how do I find that person in the company? Um, and so the, you know, the product itself, uh, people do that. People use that. And, uh, and, and the product itself is not, does not, did not naturally support it, but there are ways uh, to kind of you know, put stuff in your profile and they'll come up and search. Uh, but they wanted something natively that will actually allow them to search by skill sets. And so, you know, we had, you can either say, okay, uh, you know, customer's valuable enough. I'm willing to, here's the cost uh, analysis. And, um, you know, if we think about the, the lifetime value of the customer, I can still do this. And, you know, it's, sure, let's do that for them. Or um, what I chose to do uh, is more of a kind of a, um, a lean startup approach. Um, let's go and do something very lean. Um, you know, I won't go and implement the full uh, broad set of what, what they, um, they asked for. Uh, let me do something very, um, you know, they'll help us. We'll go through like a pilot. Let's, uh, let's put a, you know, a, a, uh, a very simple way to be able to search uh, per skills. Uh, and let's let, instead of asking everybody to go uh, through filling out um, those details, let's go through the admin and pick some key people uh, that are uh, influential and you can actually see that in the data. Uh, pick those, have the admin fill out stuff, and let's see if actually people get to them better through that search. Um, and as it turns out, you know, that didn't really move the needle. Uh, and so we actually paused on, on the uh, on the on the rest of the roadmap. Now it's, um, it sounds like a good experiment. What was it? Was it hard to kind of sell that approach to your 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 customer counterpart? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's hard to sell this to the customer. It's hard to sell this uh, internally to the customer success folks. Um, you have to kind of come from a point of okay, let's. I mean, initially, obviously, I tried to. Um, my hypothesis was um, you actually need. Um, some AI uh, and some, you know, some automatic uh, insights that come into play here, uh, because people are not good at, uh, at, you know, manually putting in, describing, um, you know, what their skill sets are. Uh, people don't like to do manual work. Um, mm-hmm. Some your 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 power users are going to do that, and a lot of times, your uh, the people you interact with at the company are power users or are influenced by power users because these are the ones who are most vocal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what drives the requirement. So it works yeah. for them, sure. How do you make it work for you know the other hundreds of thousands of users that they have in their community? And d- does it get easier? I mean, once you initiate one of these hypothesis-driven kind of pilots, lean startup tests, um, does it get easier to sell this internally and, and to the customer? And, and what, I mean, how does it work as you continue to do it? Yeah, you have to set up um, uh, KPIs and goals with the customer up front. You know, here's, let's synthesize and figure out what is it exactly you're trying to get? Uh, what needle are you trying to move? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your hypothesis, right? Mm-hmm. Help them get to what that is. 
um, and agree on that. Typically, it's good to have that on paper, you know, digital paper, whatever, email, mm -hmm. so you can yep. always refer back to it and yeah. keep track on that, you know, as, as kind of like a mini project, right? Mm -hmm. And let's see how we've done. And in the various milestones, you know, we go back and we measure and we show the data and we say, okay, where are we now? That's great. Well, we, we've heard from Oren about how to break out of the, the product death cycle and um, take a metrics-driven approach to big customer requirements, big customer needs. Thanks so much, Oren, for joining us. Thank you. And if you um, want to learn more about how to do some of these things and how to engage with customers, check out our Agile specialization at bit.ly forward slash high Agile. And thank you so much for joining us. This is The Interdisciplinarian. The Interdisciplinarian is a production of Darden Media in cooperation with the Batten Institute at UVA's Darden School of Business.